Verulam Sports. And welcome to Verulam Sports Podcasting with your host, Tony Rice. Hey, anybody who's listened to any of the amazing output that I've been uh, responsible for producing over some time now will simply know that I love the great sport of American football. And so as a consequence of that fact, I am over the moon to provide an opportunity for one of the great institutions playing that wonderful sport in our very patch. You know them. We've spoken to them many a while. It's the Hertfordshire Cheetahs, but it's a new voice from them. He's under centre. He's the QB. He is the man capable of audibling. Jack Vitry, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Tony. How are you? Hey, doing a okay, that man. Much obliged for your time. Bit disappointed by your response, though, Jack. Okay's cool, but my word, you're padded up again, man. You're padded up. How amazing. Yeah, I mean, part of being a QB is staying calm at all times. So uh, I try and keep uh, an even kill as much as possible. Ah. Try not to get too excited. (laughs) Forgive me, I'm not a player, but I love your game. And I know for a fact, if I was, I could see myself doing my best-ist impression of All-Start as a halfback. Of course, All-Start and All-Pro Tampa Bay man, and literally a borderline giant, 6'4", 6'5". I'm (laughs) 5'1". Not quite the same, but there's been some pretty great short running backs. Uh, Sproles, probably the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, uh, man. Just no one could touch him. Yeah, man. And goodness me, Emmett Smith wasn't a giant. And that no. man, um, what is his name? The Lion, maybe the most elusive running back all time. I mean, his moves were deadly. Who am I thinking about? I can't recall his name. That great Lion RB. Oh, um... I want to say maybe Sanders, but it's not Sanders because that's Dion, obviously a a star in Dallas and what have you. But there we go. Hey, listen, if you're listening into this and you can remember the name of uh, what is, I still think, no, I don't think he's statistically the main man, but he had such a short career, this great lion, and they had no QB. I mean, he was literally their offense. I can't remember his name. It's bugging me. But if you know the answer to it, do us a favor. I know exactly who you're talking about as well. It's bugging me too. But yeah, I mean, career got cut short, mostly because the Lions, uh, no offense, Lions fans, uh, are a very bad organization that continually screw over their players. And tell you what, my goodness me, how have they not learned their lessons? Because that still consistently is the case today. Uh, I mean, again, I, I, do you know what? I can't remember the name of the QB for the Lions at the minute, but I love the fact that he is he's good in the clutch. He's borderline great in the clutch, isn't he? Well, Matthew Stafford, he actually got traded this offseason. So the Lions have a new QB now, uh, Jared Goff. Um, and obviously well, Goff coming coach, from so um, the, the Rams. Rams. Yes, so nice. they traded uh, uh, Goff for Matthew Stafford. Uh, and the Rams also traded two first-round picks, uh-huh. which shows you what they think of Stafford, um, like you say, being clutch uh, at the end of games and just... Uh, I don't think he gets the appreciation that he should get because he plays for the Lions and they're just historically bad all the time. But and that was he, the original question I wanted to ask you, Jack. What's up with that? Because as you say, historically, I don't think they've even been in the bowl. And I don't think there are very many teams who are likewise in that negative category. So for goodness sake, Lions, Detroit, where are you at? What are you thinking? Uh, unfortunately, it's uh, it comes down to management and ownership of the team a lot of the time. So uh, whilst there were, I mean, Detroit uh, Lions fans are fantastic fans, but mm. yeah, it comes down to the management and they've just been mismanaged. Uh, like you get with any organization, when you get mismanaged from the top, it trickles down and you can never have ultimate success when 
when that's the case. But here's the thing about this, which you appreciate massively, and I also kind of understand too. Uh, we're going to talk draft in a second. But the beauty of the draft is that it does allow the parity that the NFL loves. And it's indeed what we're sold, isn't it? They're sold on the fact that, you know, obviously uh, New England were a dynasty. Amazing in context. I mean, seriously, you get it. Amazing in context, right? But I mean, because of that fact, because of salary cap parity, because of, you know, the ability to um, strategically improve team based on need, which is the draft, then... My goodness me, if we're talking business, right, it starts and stops at the top and the book's got to stop. It's disgusting. It's no excuse, is there, for the Detroit Lions? No, I mean, and there's also quite a few other teams that uh, similar cases. The Bengals are the other one at the moment that just historically bad and it's due to mismanagement at the top. And uh, unfortunately, when you're a billionaire, not yeah. many people can tell you what to do, <laughs> and uh, yeah. that often oh, you man. seem is the Why? case. I was going to go. To, I was going to march off to Detroit with a bit of a placard saying "Sort it out, sort it well, out." Fortunately for Detroit, um, the daughter of the uh, previous owner, she's now the owner, has taken over, and she seems to be putting in some changes that look quite promising. Okay. Of course, uh, Detroit fired their coach halfway through last season. They hired a new coach who I actually quite like a lot. Who is he? What's the name people, of that chap? Uh, Dan Campbell. And where's he scored from? He's, I, I don't recognise him as a Belichick um, protege. No, uh, he was uh, with the Saints okay, uh, last. Okay. Um, he's actually a defensive coach, mainly. Right. He's, uh, he played, he was a linebacker in the NFL for a long time. Um, then has been a defensive coach for a while. Um, he was actually coaching the offensive side of the ball as a positional coach or an assistant at the okay. Saints. Um, but it, yeah, he, he sort of well, I'll tell you what, my blue. goodness me, that man has obviously got high football IQ. That's a given, isn't it? And my goodness me, to learn under uh, Sean Payton, who is one of the gurus offensively in the NFL, all time, I think, um, it must be giving him strength, allied to that background and pedigree as a defensive-minded fan. It sounds to me shades of any given Sunday, that movie, um, with the new daughter in power now. So, hey, Detroit Lions, it might be picking up. Yeah, they hope certainly hope so. Um, they also did just get uh, what I think is the best player in the draft, oh. uh, Penny Saul. One um, second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I need to take a seat for that, Jack, because <laughs> we were going to talk draft. But you're saying that that man, remind me of his name, please. Penny Saul. What position? Uh, he plays offensive line. Oh, is he? I'm guessing left side because that uh, protects the QB's blind side, generally speaking, yeah, I, as a right handed believe... QB. Yeah, he's a left tackle. So, the, other than quarterback, it's widely regarded as the most important position on the field. And they're paid the accordingly, aren't they, man? They're paid accordingly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think the highest paid left tackle in the NFL uh, plays for the Packers, uh, Bakhtiari. Right. Uh, I think he gets 18, 19 million a year. Um, that's his yearly salary. Uh, well, I'll tell um, you what, his bank manager must yeah. be loving him. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Listen, Geezer, I beg your pardon to call you Geezer. It just felt appropriate. It slipped out. No problem. <laughs> uh, I'm fascinated there that to hear that your money, as the uh, money knows his onions here, best player in the draft this year, just finished back in at 1st of May. It finished three-day specials always. Um, that you're going penny. Where was he drafted? Because he was not number one. Who, of course, you know, was Trevor Lawrence, the QB now, QB in for Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he was drafted. Did sixth or seventh, I think. Um, 
and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't drafted first. The, the issue with the draft is different teams have different positions as mm-hmm. more important. So of it course. varies from team to team. The only consensus that is the most important position in football is quarterback. Yeah, can that I just happens. cut in there? Can I just cut in, please? Yeah, yeah. I want to ask you this as a man who QBs are cheaters, right? Okay. I'm prone to hyperbole. It's kind of the stock in trade of a, a sports broadcaster, right? Yeah. But here's my question to you as a QB for our cheaters, okay? We love NFL. We love American football. That's why you and I are having this conversation, okay? Um, but to the average Joe, it is all about that poster boy, the QB, right? And I want to ask you this. As a QB for our cheaters, right, you made that wonderful point that is obviously consensus, but uh, most crucial player on the pitch because, of course, they're the on-pitch general, right? Now, question, though to hyperbole bi um, is the quarterback the most crucial position panning all sports oh yeah i mean that's a that's a big question um i you could probably get ask 10 different people and get 10 different answers jack i'm not um, asking 10 different folk i'm asking your good self me uh, in my opinion yes um I am biased because American football is my favorite sport. Um, so, of course, I'm slightly biased. But yes, quarterback, in my opinion, is the most important position in, in all sports. Um, I think in terms of football, as in football that we play often in the UK, normal football with a round ball. Yeah, um, soccer, it's much right? more soccer. A, yeah, exactly. It's much more of a team sport. You can have um, an entirely dominant striker but if you can't get him the ball, it's pointless. Hold on, though. Um, I'm just going to come in here and t- I'll make a point on that great point. Yeah. For me, and my tuppence here, not that I'm a player or anything, I do love your sport of American football. Um, I think, arguably, American football is the ultimate team sport. And I've got to tell you, I'll be honest, Jack, my heart and soul will always be a rugby union man. But I think American football is certainly in that conversation, the ultimate team sport. Yeah, for me, it's the ultimate team sport for the very simple reason that you can have someone that's five foot three, five foot four that plays running back, uh, but he can't do his job unless there's someone that's six foot three, six foot four, six foot five that weighs. 18, 19 stone. But let's plus. not forget, let's not forget those BMOFs on both lines, both offense and, and defense, and they are BMOFs, they can shift that weight sometimes across 40 yards in sub five seconds standard. I mean, that's terrifying, Which isn't is it? scary. Yeah. Are you kidding I mean, me? I mean, some... just the thought, Jack, just that yeah. thought makes me go, oh, oh, blimey. Yeah, I mean, obviously, with technology developing and learning more and understanding more about how the body works some of the combine um, which is measuring yep. different statistics like how fast people can run over 40 yards how high mm-hmm. they can jump some of the guys offensive line or defensive line guys that weigh over 18 19 stone yep. that are six foot five plus how quickly they can run is just astounding it's uh, freakish it yeah, should not yeah. be allowed. The laws no, of definitely. nature and physics seem to suggest it's impossible, but it goes to show us, doesn't it? Anything's possible when you work real hard at what you love. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, moving on, the draft. Uh, Trevor Lawrence goes to QP at Jacksonville. Godness knows they need some support. They're almost uh, the London franchise, aren't they, the Jacksonville Jaguars? 
Yeah, it's uh, how they're commonly known, I think, uh, across UK. Um, quite well loved in the UK, obviously. They play a game here every year. Uh, Can't wait for the international COVID. series, mate. I cannot wait for October time. So happy for it to be back. Yeah, it's just such great news that we uh, can go and watch a game in the, in the stands and uh, accelerate American football uh, in the UK again. And they do it properly, don't they? I mean, it's a carnival, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, it's a celebration more than anything um i'm a huge fan of a retired punter called pat mcafee and he talks about his experience when he came to the uk and played in the game he says it's like nothing he's ever seen before it's a celebration of american football because you have fans from all sorts of teams that fans of all teams that come to the game to enjoy american football and i tell you what's amazing from my own experience, and I'll tell you what, I've been terribly privileged. I was in the press box and everything. Best view in the house. Sensational on two occasions. Looking to pull that off again in October. But anyways, um, point's dead simple. They take that word international super seriously. Because when you're just doing that world to Wembley, you know, you've experienced it. And the atmosphere, you can feel it. It's sensational. Um, you talk to folk, as I love to do. I don't know if I've given that impression at all, Jack. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm chatting away, jibber-jabbering. And you're talking one minute, you've got somebody from Jacksonville there. You've got somebody from Dallas, and they've come all the way from the States. Of course, you've got us Londoners and the Brits and all over the country conglomerating at Wembley or Twickenham or wherever it might be. Amazing. But then, next thing's next, because I love to talk to anybody. I'm talking to another Jack or Jill from uh, Berlin or Amsterdam or Paris. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is. It's sort of become the European games more than the English games uh, because you do get lots of people from across Europe come because it's easier than going to the States, cheaper than going to the States. But yeah, I mean, COVID-19 may be making things a little trickier this year. Of course, unfortunately, but hopefully we still get the same sort of, which I'm sure we will get the same sort of atmosphere when we get to go to the games in October. And like you say, it is an atmosphere. As soon as you step out of the um, train station, you can feel it. It's just... Wonderful. It tingles, doesn't it? It's like, my yeah. word, I'm so lucky to be here and you're loving this too. Who's your team? I can tell it. You're wearing your uniform of the Seahawks or what have you. Amazing. The only way I can describe it is if you've ever been to an FA Cup final yeah. or a playoff game for mm-hmm. soccer games to go up to the Premiership or something like that, a huge cup game. Yeah, That's the sort of atmosphere you get when you go to one of these American football games in, in London. I'll tell you something. If you're listening to this, um, you've never experienced that atmosphere, you've never he- felt that tingle, do yourself a favour, this coming October, you're going to have to get in early, because obviously these are the hot tickets, goodness knows how I got the press pass, get in, but here's the thing, give yourself a chance, okay, embrace it, maybe choose to support one of the teams in action, or do yourself a favour this coming season, of course we're going to cheer on our cheaters, so stoked that uh, Armed Forces Day coming up, Jack, we'll talk about that, but basically, you know, pick a team, maybe just do it in like a raffle, bang all the teams, all 32 teams in a big box and just pick one. Oh, hello, I'm a 49er now. Get in. I am. Anyway, uh, pick a team this season. And if you can, if you could experience this, you've never had this joy in your life, right? Get to the home, the spiritual home of soccer in England, Wembley, for the International Series. Trust me when I tell you, you will not regret it. Anyway, Jack. I mentioned it there, didn't I? Armed Forces Day, June the 27th. Tell us all about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a fantastic day. We've got, obviously, the seniors are playing. Um, we will be wearing our Armed Forces kit, which is a special camouflage kit. Um, obviously nice. the whole Have day you already is... tried that on? 
Yeah, yeah. We've worn it once before. So we wore it when we last played in 2019. Um, and uh, yeah, um, we'll be wearing it again on 27th. Uh, obviously, it's an Armed Forces Day, so it's a celebration and uh, remembering um, everyone that's um, ever worked for in the Armed Forces. We actually have quite a few members of the Armed Forces that play on the Cheetahs. Um, so yeah, it's uh, like like you say, it's, it's big day. Um, we as long as as well as the seniors playing, I believe there's also the juniors playing Double on the girl. same day. Double header, yeah. So there'll be football for the whole day. So June twenty seventh, it's a Sunday. Um, at Sun Sports in Watford. That's your new All Pro Arena, right? Yes, it is. Yep. So, um, yeah, there'll be football there all day. There'll be food and drinks. Um, it's going to be a celebration of football. Like you say, it's also our first game this season in a slightly unusual season, but it will be our first game. season. But let's just take what we've got right now and go get in. We've got a season. Come on. Armed Forces Day. Exactly. Get this exactly. one in your diaries. Get yourself down to Watford. It's up the road. You're going to have a world of fun. You might fall in love with the game. And I know the great people at the Cheetahs will embrace you because they're like a family. Anyway, Armed Forces Day. So, obviously, you're doubling it up. We've got the seniors doing their thing. Padded up in almost khaki attire, right? And then, of course, I think there's uh, the Junior Affair. And this is at your wonderful Watford Opera Arena. What's the name? Where can we go? Is there a postcode and everything? Yeah, so it's Sun Sports Arena. Um, I can't remember the postcode off the top of my head, but hey, if you know, bring that me. Sun Sports Arena Watford into Google. Other search engines available. Get yourself there, twenty seventh of June. Exactly. Hey, it's going to be a carnival. I think I'm going to be there if I'm not up in Leicestershire. Can't promise at the minute because it's up in the air. Anyway, <laughs> so contracted season because of the nature of the beast, but wicked. The season's back. You've already padded up, and that must be amazing. What are you seeing right now, Jack, as a QB for the Cheetahs in your forces that are going to do the business? Are you seeing a team who know, have transcended belief because they know for a fact we're here to win? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're a team that doesn't believe you're going to win, you're definitely not going to win. Um, we've got two fantastic offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. And can I just say, I know from chatting to Will, this guy will spend hours upon hours studying the playbook, which he knows inside and out. He wrote it. He will also be in conversation with all the other coordinators to make sure everything's considered. And the videos of opposition are also analyzed. I mean, you guys do it like, you know, nobody's getting paid for this, but you take it mighty seriously, don't you? Yeah, I mean, Will is uh, a nut job is the only way I can describe <laughs> him. He, uh, as well as working Would you say that to job. his face? Yeah, I would. I've said it to his face plenty of time before. <laughs> he knows that. that's how I think about it. I, I love him to bits. He's he's one of the best coaches I've ever had. Um, but yeah, he, he'll spend 30 plus hours a week uh, studying film and uh, preparing for training and games and all sorts. So yeah, it's uh, fantastic having him. And equally, uh, our defensive coach, Craig, um, yeah. it, it puts in just as much, if not more work. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're set up pretty well to, to win just because of how well, uh, our coaches coach us and how well, well they prepare us. What's the American football? What I love again is the fact that again, it is almost like they used, they say that theater, for instance, is the actor's medium, whereas movies is for instance, the director's medium, right? At the end of the day, just a metaphor with that. 
yeah, the coaches do all this analysis. And of course, you're prepped. You know it inside and out. You've done your work and you've done your practicing and what have you. Done all the reps. You still got to deliver though, don't you? Yeah, it's all about the players on the pitch ultimately, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And uh, at the end of the day, if the players don't perform as expected, you're not going to win. Um, but being prepared is, is the biggest thing. That's that's what I do to prepare for games. I, I'll, I'll study film and watch all the film and all of the notes given and just prepare as much as humanly possible. Because then at the end of the day, when you leave it all out on the field mm-hmm. and you've prepared as much as you can, mm-hmm. then you know you've done your best whether you win or not. Um, obviously, Absolutely. you're always trying to win. But yeah, uh, at least you can walk away with your head held high knowing that you've put everything you can into the game. I know that's just a given with our cheaters who let's remind everybody. I think you're right when you said 2019, because it's been a bit of a weird period this last couple of years, uh, back in action then, 2019. Now in action on June the 27th, that's the first game of the season. And it's going to be a biggie. It's Armed Forces Day, paying homage and massive respects to all our forces, men and women who've ever done that business. And of course, they're colliding with Wembley Stallions at Watford's awesome arena. Just Google that, find them, go support our cheaters. They're wonderful. Sun Sports Arena, yep. Now, Jacques, uh, we've got your, there, your current arena. I know you guys are, as well as busy studying, also rather active social media-wise, and I think your website's getting a bit of an upgrade, a bit of a tweak job. Can you remind us now, those listening, please, where we can also engage with the Mighty Cheaters? Yep, uh, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, uh, and we do have a website. Um, Instagram is just Hearts Cheaters, uh, and likewise, Facebook is Hertfordshire Cheaters mm. AFC. Um, and then our website, which I really should know off the top of my head, I do not. It's um, one of those, you don't know your phone number necessarily, because you don't call yourself, exactly. do, you? do you know what I mean? It's probably no. in your history. Yeah, it definitely is in my history. Um, it is, here we go, got it. No, I don't have it. Hey, don't worry, it's it. ever so easy. <laughs> and it is getting tweaked as we speak. Uh, I don't want to give it wrong, but once again, Google Armed Forces Day and the, and the cheaters, Hertfordshire cheaters. Find them across Instagram and find them on all social media. They're wonderful guys. I'm sure that's come through because Jack's a star. And I've had a, pl- a pleasure to enjoy many uh, cheaters representatives. Love you guys. I think you're great. I have to be neutral as a professional broadcaster. You know, don't want of it course, of you course. Know, I, gotta be, I can't be seen to be <laughs> any favoritism. Uh, but obviously, I would like to wish you guys nothing but every success. I know for a fact, hmm, Armed Forces Day will be special. And I will add, I'd like to wish you all the best for the continued season, protracted as it is. I look forward to hearing all about it throughout the campaign. And I know you're more than capable of going one step further and indeed beyond. Because I'm confident, based on what I know about you cheaters, that indeed you've got all the necessaries, all the imponderables to be championes. Here's hoping. <laughs> hey, hopes for losers, man. Well, you do the work. You prepare as much as possible. Whatever happens, happens. Amen. I like your attitude, Jack. and I think you're a top man. All the best. It's been a pleasure to talk with you. I'm wishing you well for Armed Forces Day and indeed beyond. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Tony.